Hi everyone, my name is Ashley and I am a parent in the Frenchtown School District. I'm here with Kirsten, who is the school psychologist out here in Frenchtown, and she is the special education guru, and I'm here to ask her a few questions that I have about my child. Um, My first and main question today is I've been hearing about different services that are available for my child, and I've heard about a Section 504 plan but I've also heard about something called an IEP. So I was wondering if you could help me understand the differences between the two and which may be the best option for my child. Perfect, Ashley, great question. Um, so if you aren't sure what we're talking about in in areas of, in regards to whether or not a child would qualify for a special education service known as Section 504 or an IEP, individualized education program i would encourage you to go listen to our other episode um podcast episode from coffee with kirsten um uh labeled special education evaluation specific learning disability um i'd encourage you to listen to that episode first before diving into this one because it might answer some of the questions that you have Um, but to answer your specific question about um the differences between a section 504 plan and an iep individualized education program It's a common question that most parents have, Um, and they're both um, special education services, but they provide different kinds of support. So um, an IEP is really housed under the Federal Law of Individuals with Disabilities Act. Um, It's a law uh, federally that's for children with special education services that have been identified as having a disability. And um, an IEP provides a student with accommodations and modifications to how they receive instruction, their programming, um, and potentially their placement, meaning the general education or the resource classroom. Um, So it can provide changes to programming curriculum modifications or accommodations, which assists the student with accessing the general education curriculum. So it provides both accommodation and modification. Um, It is a legal document that is annually, typically annually reviewed, um, at least annually reviewed. It can be reviewed more than that based on the team request or a parent request um, with specific goals um, that are meant to be accomplished within a year in each area of service. Maybe that's reading or self-help or written expression. Um, It is a legally mandated document that would follow your student year by year unless they exit from special education services. Okay, and then the other option that you could consider um, is what's called a Section 504 plan. So this is also um, stemmed from federal law. It comes from the Rehabilitation Act of 1973. Um, But instead of this being under IDEA, um, Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, it was a federal law that really was generated out of civil rights law. So it was developed to help um, reduce discrimination against children and adults um, that have disabilities. Um, And the section of part of that Rehabilitation Act of 1973, there's a section referred to as Section 504, and that is where this kind of plan um, stems from. So a child can qualify for a Section 504 plan, um, typically much easier than an IEP, um, and the child 
can qualify if they have any kind of disability that impacts a major life functioning, um, which could include things like reading or learning or communicating or thinking. Um, this is a um, legalized plan that does follow your child annually, similar, similarly to a IEP. Um, however, the team is not required to meet as frequently. The team can meet annually, but typically the team meets about every three years to kind of make any changes to the Section 504 plan that may be needed, um, unless your child exits from a Section 504 plan and no longer demonstrates a need, um, or you no longer wish for your child to have a Section 504 plan. Um, and one of the major differences between a Section 504 plan and an IEP as I mentioned previously, is that that IEP provides both modifications and accommodations to your child's programming um, and supports here at school, whereas a Section 504 plan only provides accommodations. It does not provide modifications. So accommodations are changes that can be made to how information, how instruction is delivered or environmental accommodations in the classroom, how those things are delivered for your child. They don't modify the curriculum, they don't modify instruction, they accommodate it, um, which, is, which is different. So accommodations and modifications is gonna be a more intensive support um, than a Section 504 plan that only provides accommodations. So that's really the major difference when it comes down to how it applies to your child and what supports they would receive is that accommodation and modification piece versus just an accommodation piece. Um, and your school district will help kind of walk you through which um, plan or program is gonna be most appropriate for your child based on um, typically the results of an evaluation or a data that the school district has to kind of help you decide which option might be best for your child. So um, just to add to that, um, something I want to make sure parents are aware of is that um, you, your child cannot be on an IEP and a Section 504 plan at the same time. They are mutually exclusive. So um, your child would need to be on an IEP or a Section 504 plan. Um, you're not, um, a child's not able to be on both plans. Um, Whereas if your child did qualify for special education services and you decided that you wanted your child to receive an IEP, um, if your child only received um, qualified to receive specialized instruction in one area, say they qualified to receive specialized instruction in the area of reading, for example, but they didn't qualify in the area of mathematics. Your child could be on an IEP and receive specialized instruction in the area of reading and continue with Title I or intervention supports in mathematics. Um, but your child cannot be on an IEP and a Section 504 plan at the same time. Um, do you have any questions further for me, Ashley? I don't think so. I think you answered the difference between the 504 and an IEP really well and gave me a way better explanation of what that looks like and the differences between the two and what may be best for my child. Thank you again, Mrs. Jepai, and we'll see you all next time for Coffee with Kirsten.